Hello everybody that's listening in. Welcome to the show. We're just about to begin. Um, Hi! Welcome to the first episode of my new podcast called Grove Don't Give Up. Welcome to the show. My name is Sarah. I am your host, Sarah Bishbay, and I'm just like really hyped. Um, (laughs) On this show, I'm going to kind of talk about the trials and tribulations and like the journey and just everything about growing up because you can't really avoid it. You just got to do it. But like in the process, in the journey, you don't want to give up on yourself or your dreams or your ambitions ambitions or places you want to go and people you want to meet like I feel like that's what life's all about so yeah I'm gonna do some solo episodes we're gonna do some guest episodes but it's gonna be really great um the guest episodes will come like alternating with the solo episodes so this if this week's solo next week will be a guest and I already have somebody lined up I'm really excited to share with you Um, And my guests will be musicians and, like, creators and people that work or do social media and kind of the creator economy space. Um, And you will see why I chose those two groups in today's episode, um, because I'm going to talk about what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, so yeah, a little, I guess the only other logistical intro thing is every every Monday is when there are new episodes. So I think, uh, statistically Tuesdays are better for drops, but this is the thing. Every Monday I wake up and all my favorite podcasts don't come out till Tuesday. And I'm like, come on, I just want to make this Monday the best it can be. Like, please release your podcast Monday. So I'm doing that for all of you. Um, It'll go out at 6 a.m. bright and early. I will be asleep. Um, So hopefully everything goes great every week. Uh, But yeah, it'll be there wherever you listen to podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, um, every single week for you. So I guess a little bit more about me like right now before we get into my what I want to be when I grew up kind of story. Um, I, my name's Sarah. I live in Denver, Colorado, which is really cool. I've lived here for six months, but before that I lived in Boston and I grew up in Buffalo, New York. So kind of all over the place, but that's what we're doing with this whole life thing. Um, I'm 28 and yeah, this is my second podcast. The first one, this is the, that's the only time you're ever going to hear me mention it, but, um, I'm excited to just like be back and kind of have a new, new spin on everything. Um, so I want to start the episode off for today with a quote. When I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment, and I told them they didn't understand life. Does anyone know who that is? It's John Lennon. 
Um, and I just literally love that quote. And so I do want to preface and say like, I love that for what do you want to be when you grow up? And like that there's things that are kind of bigger than a certain career, like a certain six level of success or a certain achievement. There's things like happiness and comfortability and safety and love that are a little bit more like that can be for when I'm having an, an existential crisis episode. Um, so I definitely recognize all of that. It's just like really fun. I feel for me to just tell stories about life and like a lot of times, and I know when I was like a kid and people asked me that I didn't say happy. Like I said, like a career, you know? So I feel like that's such a thing that's ingrained in us and it can definitely be viewed as kind of negative because you're like focused on some type of career from the age of five and you're like, well, I don't know if light, the purpose of life is to work, but that's kind of like what's ingrained in me. But I feel like doing this podcast and talking about like what people wanted to be when they grew up and like what they do now and just like the journey, we can kind of like take the power back of all the kids that were asked that when we were a kid. And like, if you were feeling discouraged about what you're doing now and you want to do something else or um, something like that, it could be like motivational and kind of inspiring for you. Um, so we're going to take it back all the way to elementary school for me. Um, I was in kindergarten and I was at my new school. I just moved and we were having like the school play and it was the little red hen. So it's just the little red hen. Like it's not little red hen and friends. It's not all the little red hens, just the little red hen. I don't know if anybody knows the story. I felt like it was such a common story, but I feel like when I tell people this, they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I was cast as as the little red hen. So um, yeah, that was kind of like my start to stardom. I really should have known from that point on. And I really should have like remembered that when I got to high school and I was like, what am I doing with my life? Um, Girl, you are a little red hen star. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of something that I always think back to. I should ask my parents more about like, did I audition for that? Like, did I raise my hand first? Like, how does that, how do you even get cast for something when you're literally five? I guess I was six probably, but still like, was I the oldest in the class? I don't even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, growing up, I always loved music and, um, things like kind of just like being like heard and seen and in the spotlight. Um, and I started piano lessons when I was younger. I loved it so much. And then I would just like have my boom box. First I had a blue boom box and then I had a yellow boom box with a microphone. And actually now that I say that out loud, blue and yellow, not together, but those are like kind of my favorite colors and pink where, which you'll see if you look on the Instagram page and like everything is going to be pink. So that's a different tangent for why I did that. But yeah, I was bopping Britney Spears from the youngest age I possibly could. I have these hilarious home videos that I'm trying to figure out how to get them like on the internet. 
um, because it's just like the whole day I would jump on my bed and like make my brother be my backup dancer and I'd just sing Britney Spears all day. And like, I think I made my mom do it too. That was all that I love to do. I don't like, I think Britney was pretty popular, obviously. So she was an easy one for me to just like be obsessed with and fall in love with from a young age. But I should try to figure out how I became obsessed with Shania Twain. Like, I feel like that's random, even though a lot of people liked her growing up and know who she is. But that was my girl. Like, come on over album. Obviously, Man, I Feel Like a Woman is a super popular song. But, like, that was my jam when I was, like, eight. (laughs) And I loved both of them. And, yeah, just singing. Um, And then kind of moving a little bit further ahead to middle school, I made a band with my friends. <laughs> what were we called? I got to look at one of my journals because I can't remember what we were called. But really, really funnily, for some reason, my stage name was always Serena. Like that was my stage name for our band, my girl band that I was in. And then the other girl's name was Miley and the other girl's name was Lindsay. And we like were the three... Like, I think we only, I think we broke up after the first or second day, but yeah. So in the band, I mentioned I played piano, but um, at this point in middle school, my dad was starting to teach me how to play guitar. So my dad is very musical and he taught himself from a like young age how to play piano and guitar and like he was a band in a band in high school and played the bass guitar and he's in a band literally today to this day I should I don't know when his next concert is but he like tours Buffalo basically not tours but like he he's a cover band in Buffalo and his bands his most recent band has been together for literally eight years and he's yeah the lead guitarist so very musical from him for sure. Um, so yeah, I was in a band and I played the guitar and then I think Lindsay played the drums. No idea what Miley was doing there (laughs) because like none of them could really play instruments. I was the only one and Lindsay was like, well, I can figure out how to play the drums. And I was like, okay, that, that works. Um, (laughs) and I'm pretty sure we were like an all American rejects cover band because like the, these angsty, teenage all american rejects green day like i had the cds of them i actually remember going to barnes and noble and you could like listen to music to like sample it before you bought the cd and i would go and just like i would just want to be there all day just listening to all the different music like wow i'm so glad spotify was invented um because <laughs> now i can actually do that so thank you we manifested that um but yeah, like just getting CDs was so freaking great. And those were kind of like my go-to because there's like a lot of guitar in those. So I'd strap on my electric guitar, get the amp, like just start messing around on that thing. Um, whenever I could, like, I feel like probably mostly in the summer because I feel like during school, like I was always busy with school or like sports. Um, and so I definitely feel like that's a summer memory. So yeah, like all that backstory to say, I feel like I wanted to be a singer. Like I 
wasn't I'm not a very good singer I think you kind of probably got that from my intro which we'll see if it's too cringy to sing every intro but I don't know I'm pretty good at coming up with like little rhymes and stuff off the cuff so that just might be a quirk we have to all get used to but TBD first episode we're gonna we're gonna make it great so um yeah, like, I, I guess I wanted to be a singer. Like, I wanted to be, Brit- like, Britney Spears or Shania Twain. And then when I started getting into, like, music, um, like, playing instruments, then I guess I wanted to be, like, a rock star or, like, in a band or something like that. And I just, like, went for it. Oh, and also, when I was in elementary school, I started playing the cello. And (laughs) I played that freaking cello all the way till my high school graduation. But I feel like sometimes I can't remember what concert I was at or what I was seeing. I think it might have been the John Bellion live show, um, like during quarantine, that there were cellists. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like the best song I ever played on the cello was Hans Zimmer, who's like does all the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Um, you can probably tell by now I'm like a 90s baby. I mean, I told you I was 28, but like I'm a Y2K, you know, through and through. That was my childhood. Um, so like anything Hans Zimmer, Pirates of the Caribbean or Sleigh Ride. Like (laughs) if you gave me a cello today, I could probably pick it up and just start like bopping to Sleigh Ride. And yeah, like that was kind of the level of cool that I felt like that was the, the end for me. So I just stopped playing the cello when I graduated high school, because I was like, uh, this kind of is really big to carry around, even though it's basically the same size as a guitar, but it just has less strings, and I was like, this isn't cool enough, like, I guess I just want to be, like, a cool rock star, like, Britney meets Green Day vibes, um, so yeah, and so then, then we're back in middle school, right, I, my, me and my band break up after literally one day, devastating. And I'm like, all right, now I got to make it as a solo artist. So since, you know, give up once, like that was the only band I was ever in. And I gave up on that. Like, what the heck? Like, I feel like that's so weird. And also like my dad was in different bands. So I wasn't like, I like, oh, I can still be in a band. I just think like nobody else, maybe that I was friends with played music or, the people in orchestra just did orchestra and no other music. I really don't know what it is. Um, but let's just mix my love for music and playing music with my angsty teenage, not teenage, preteen boy crazed hormonal <laughs> like child, like middle school. Like, so pre-teeny pubescent. And that beautiful time in my life, whew, just taking a moment of silence for that time, for everybody that's ever been to middle school. Oh, God. Um, that, that birthed the start of my songwriting career. So I still write songs to this day, It's something I put on the back burner for so long, but when I was in middle school, I was so boy crazy. It was like out of this world, ridiculous. 
Um, I just like don't even know how that happened. Like, is it because my favorite movie was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Or like, was it the media? Was I just like so hormonal? Like, I really don't know. But obsessed with boys and like, I just was too afraid to talk to any of them because I was kind of like awkward and like, I don't even know. Just, I wasn't kind of like cool enough in my mind. I probably was cool enough in real life, but like, come on, whatever. I didn't feel cool enough. Like I feel like everybody does in middle school. So I could never talk to any of the boys. So the angst would just build up. And then I would just write the song about the boys, all the boys, like, (laughs) I don't know how I had so much material from people like I never even like dated but I would just write 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 in my little journal and just like I'm really excited to talk with some of my musician guests because like I want to hear about how they started writing songs do they write songs like because for me The only reason I started writing the songs was because I'd be sitting down and all of a sudden like a verse would come into my head. Like it could happen at any time. Like I feel like it's like a boner for guys. Like it just can happen. You don't even mean for it to happen. So I can just be sitting here right now even and get like a hit of inspiration and just like write a song out. Um, So yeah, like my first song ever was called Hello Goodbye. (laughs) If, um, if we are into it, like maybe I could play it on my next solo episode, but my guitar isn't tuned right now, so we're not going to play it today. Um, (laughs) but yeah, hello, goodbye. First verse, I sit here thinking what to be you and me, whatever, want to know what you think, what you see, whatever. And it just goes on from that. And it's just like this love song this sixth, sixth grade, seventh grade, middle school love song about my neighbor (laughs) who I like do not speak to my old neighbor. Obviously he's not my neighbor now. Um, but was obsessed with my neighbor. Like again, I feel like this is all media influence, like boy next door. Like that was literally my dream. That's what happened like in my real life. So of course I had to write a song about it. Gosh. Um, but yeah, I just like, would write all these songs about these boys and that's how I'd get, get it out of my system, but it didn't really work because it just kept coming back into my system. I'd usually write the lyrics of the song first and then add the chords to it um, because a lot of times when I came up with a song in my own head, like a melody song, I wasn't good enough at like figuring out what the chords were that were in my head and putting them kind of in the guitar Um, so I would just write the lyrics and then figure out the melody after, but yeah, I wrote a lot of songs in middle school, like journals and journals and journals filled with songs. Um, and then (laughs) for my middle school graduation, one of my really good friends in middle school and high school, um, was like the president of middle school. And I just like had this idea and this just really shows the type of personality that I have. Like I refuse to quit or give up. Um, (laughs) And I was like, hey, I want to like play a song for our eighth grade moving up day. 
And my friend was like, what? Like, what? Like, I have no idea how I came up with this idea. I was just like, I just want to, like, put me on stage. Like, I feel like there was a talent show and I, like, did not sign up. And then I was like, no, I need my own concert, like, with just me. Like, I don't even know. So funny. Um, And so... Like, we went and, like, talked to the principal because since I knew the president of middle school, like, my friend of the class, you know, we, like, go and get a meeting. And I'm, like, yeah, like, I'm, like, really want to play this song for our graduation. Like, it's all about growing up and, like, moving on to high school. Like, no, this song was about my neighbor. Like, it was literally I sit here thinking what to be you and me, whatever. Like, that's the first verse. Like, this has nothing to do with middle school graduation. This is about my – and my neighbor didn't even go to my school. He went to a different school. So it wasn't like I was trying to play it for him. Like, it was just I wanted to play Hello, Goodbye. I was like – I think I used, like, I was like, yeah, the title is Hello, Goodbye. It's like we came to middle school and then now we're leaving. Like, I feel like that was my reasoning. But some way, somehow – I got my freaking, I got what I wanted, and I played that song at middle school graduation. Like, if anybody that I went to middle school with, like, has a camcorder of that footage, I need it. Like, this is the only bad side about growing up in, like, the early 2000s when we didn't have cell phones. It's just, like, I know it's so cringy. But because I don't have it, I want it. Whereas, like, I'm pretty sure kids probably now have so many things that they wish they don't didn't even have that didn't exist. And it can just remain, like, a beautiful memory in their mind. And they're like, great, I have, like, an Instagram of it still. Or, like, whatever. Well, anyways, I sang my little heart out. And I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like for the, sh- for the, sh- for the show, for the graduation, like, day... I think my dad played the guitar and I sang or like we did it both like I played and he played like I think he was there supporting me and either playing it and I was just singing or something because I just feel like that happened Um, but I just I can't remember for sure but yeah and then like afterwards you know, everyone was like, good job. Like, and I was like, this is probably so bad (laughs) because like I said, I'm just not the best singer. Like I kind of want to do voice lessons like literally today to see if I could get any better, which I'm sure I could. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm just going to podcast because I can speak kind of basically I'll get better at speaking too. But, um, so that was eighth grade. (laughs) And then while I was telling that story, I actually had another memory that it's a little bit later, but I just want to share it. And I do, oh my God, I do have pictures of this. I need to send that to my intern, um, for our social media because that picture is hilarious. And we got a little content for, for that. We got one picture, no videos, but yeah. So like, since I did that in eighth grade and like, that's just something I always like to do. Then for some reason, I started doing it all the time. I was like, let me just bring my guitar everywhere I go. And so for, this was in high school. I was in eighth grade. Oh no, I was in eighth grade. Okay. So this isn't, but I was on the JV soccer team in eighth grade with my friends. Again, the president um, girl. And yeah, yeah, it was eighth grade. And I was on JV and we like, 
the eighth graders were really close with like the 10th graders that were on JV and didn't make varsity because like they were really good. It was just that year they just had a lot of people on varsity already kind of. Um, and like we became really close with them because there's only three of the eighth graders and there's like four or five tenth graders then everyone else was freshmen. And so um, we had our like soccer banquet. I don't know if you guys have played sports and like have your end of the year banquet. Like those are so underrated. What I would do to go to another one of those, like so freaking fun. And I like was like, I'm going to surprise the sophomores and play them um, a song for at the banquet. So like I told my coach, I'm like, hey, I'm going to play a song. Like, like I said, I'm just out here. Like nobody's like, hey, you should perform. I'm out here just like doing it. I'm like, let me just let me just take the stage right now. So I wore these like brown peekaboo toe like stiletto, like but not shiny. Like these crazy brown heels, black yes skinny jeans. And this, like, black little blouse tank top thingy from Express. The reason I know the outfit is because I have the picture in my head and on Facebook. But should we going to take that off there um, and put it on Instagram. Put myself on blast. Um, and then I had just got my hair done or I straightened it. So, like, my hair is all straight because usually it's crazy curly. And I sang, um, fuck, what was it? Was it Green Day? I think it was the gr- that Green Day song. What is that Green Day song? Green Day. Like, it wasn't As We Go. It wasn't that one. Uh, we Or was it that one? Hold on. Oh, okay. I know what it is. Good riddance, time of your life. That's, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to, oh my God, I literally need to write down a note because I'm going to have my intern put that song on our Instagram with that picture. You know, another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. Do you know what I'm talking about? So I sang that one. And let me tell you, going from the eighth grade, I can't remember if this was like before or after the eighth grade graduation. Like it must have been before. So maybe I was like on a high from this performance and I was like, give me more. But oh. I was literally playing it and like all the sophomores were crying. They literally loved it because that's just like such a classic song. Um, Like, I hope you had the time of your life, you know? So, oh my God, it was so epic. And yeah, that was, that was a really good memory. And yeah, that was, that was a great performance for me. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like that, that was what I just wanted to do. And then the other note that I had is that um, in seventh grade, so please tell me if you guys did this too, but in seventh grade, like home, ec, tech, whatever class, um, did you have to do a project or maybe you did it in another grade, but I specifically remember it was in seventh grade and you had to do a project, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And again, my same friend, the president of middle school, had always wanted to be um, a police officer. And she did her project on that. And she literally is a police officer today in Buffalo. Like, how freaking cool. I just like feel like it's so cool and interesting when people know exactly what they want to be, like, in seventh grade. And then they just go and do it. And just, like, I I should talk to someone else that, like, 
wanted like did that and see like oh like are you happy like are you bored with doing the same thing um I guess that's what the guest episodes will be for so that'll be cool but yeah I was never like that I like um I did my whole project on being a music producer and like there was no info about it like how to do it like at this point we've all seen the Kanye doc so we know like actually how to be a music producer because he it was in his film like he had all the equipment he made tracks like just trying to find it just off the cuff in seventh grade in 2007 I like had no idea what to do and I just think it's really interesting that like I I kind of interpret this in in one way and that way is that I never really thought I had a chance and I might I might have never had a chance you know so can't really look at that too hard but I feel looking back a little bit that maybe I wanted to be a music producer because I was like there's no way I could be a singer or in a band like even though I was doing it and my soccer friends loved it and cried and like I also in high school did like open mic night or whatever, just at a random coffee shop literally one time. Again, like I did things like once and then I just like, I don't know. I was too scared. I really don't know. But I don't know if maybe in seventh grade I was already thinking like I, I am not good enough to do this. So I should just pick something in the industry, like a music producer that like you know, like, you look up the salaries of everything, and I don't even know, like, I don't, I don't even know where I came up with that either, because, like, I never said, oh, I want to be a lyricist, or, like, a manager, like, a, you know, I, I just, like, somehow hooked on to music producer, um, but, yeah, that's what I did my whole project on, again, don't have any of that info, because this was, like, before Google Drive, so, um, it would be so cool and interesting to see what was even in that like PowerPoint presentation. But yeah, like, and I feel like, um, I took a bunch of quizzes and I like none of them were consistent or like it told me I should be a veterinarian and I've never been allowed to have like, well, when I was a kid, I never was allowed to have a dog or any type of animal. And so I was like, this makes no sense. Like this, this test is terrible, you know? So and also just the notion of like taking a test or not a test, but like one of those online quizzes, like pre Buzzfeed, but like kind of legit to, to put you and to try to help. Like, I know it was meant to help me help myself figure it out, but it was also like, it was also like I was outsourcing the decision to what the world thought I should be by like doing a quiz that specifically is trying to quote unquote help you figure out what you want to be and then it just tells you what to be and you just go do it so yeah like I definitely don't believe in those quizzes now like I I really think that everybody should feel empowered enough in themselves even as like a kid because kids know like what they like and what they want to be and what kind of ice cream they want to order and like they know you know it's just like the growing up part where you start to question, is this stupid? Is this good enough? Am I going to like be an outcast to society? Am I going to be broke? Is like my family going to be disappointed where you kind of have all these external influences 
that change your mind, I feel like, and get you more off path, more than they do help you. Um, But that's also just my opinion. So I'm sure there's people that like somebody kind of helped them. Oh, like, let me help you figure out your major. And then it ended up being great. Um, But not for me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, like that, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today and like my stories um, about what I wanted to be when I grew up, when I was a kid. Um, And I just want to end it like at middle school just to leave a little bit bit of a suspense. Just kidding. Um, Just because I feel like then things started to change in high school and college. So I want to save the path for that for another day. Um, I guess the only other like fun thing that I want to say is um, right now I work at the Fillmore in Denver, which is really cool. It's the music venue in Denver. I also go to a lot of concerts. I just like started getting into going to concerts. Actually, when I graduated college, I lived in Boston, went to House of Blues. Me and my friends would joke that like we paid rent there because it's like the House of Blues, like whatever. We're like, it's our second home. We pay rent here because we come here so much. Like any day of the week, I'd be there. Um, so when, when I moved to Denver, I was like, I want to get into the music scene and um, let me go work somewhere that does music and since I love going to concerts so much so I wanted to say that my first ever concert was John Mayer summer 2008 tour and it's so funny I was doing a tiny tiny bit of prep for this up just because usually things just flow out of me and um I can just talk but I wanted to like try to make it make sense today since it's my first episode I wanted to leave a good impression and have you guys subscribe and come back for more (laughs) but like I was like oh I went to John like I'm not a person that knows dates of every single thing like I barely can remember dates but I was like the John Mayer concert my dad took me um and I got like merch my first merch (laughs) I wish I had that shirt um is a purple shirt with two trees on it and the roots like made a heart and I was like, oh my God, I got to Google this so I can put it, like, put myself on blast again and put this on the internet because I just, like, the memories, man, they're coming back. And <laughs> so I Google John Mayer 2008 merch and I was like, I think it's 2008. Like, I was, sh- I had an inkling, but I wasn't positive. And then, sh- what do you know? I found it on Poshmark and it was the 2008 summer tour. And I was like, wow, I'm so happy because that would have been, oh Yeah. So that would have been the summer uh, before my freshman year of high school. So that's perfect. We're leaving off right at the end of middle school. Um, But yeah, John Mayer was my first concert. And my last concert, just for a first and last little situation, was the last concert I worked was actually last night. It was Jasmine Sullivan. But the last concert I went to was a few weeks ago, like two weeks ago. I posted about it on my Instagram story, like my personal one. It's Sarah Bishbay, if you want to find me over there. But I went to Maisie Peters at Bluebird. And like, I feel like people know this, but if you go to smaller people, like not that Maisie's small at all. Like I'm pretty sure she's sure. It's late. It's it's late night right now. I am pretty sure she has like millions of listeners on Spotify. So not small in that way, 
but like she's playing a smaller venue. Um, she played Bluebird Theater in Denver. And if you kind of hang out afterwards, um, yeah, guys, she has 3.4 mon- million monthly listeners. So not small, but like just playing a smaller venue and it was sold out show. Like I got, I paid a little extra for the tickets cause they were resale. Um, but if you wait outside, like after the show, cause you know, I'm not going to be there early. Like I'm kind of late to everything, but we kind of all got to meet her and like, it was really late. She was like, Hey guys, like I can't take pictures with everyone. Let's just take a group pic and I'll tweet it. And then we took a group pic and I look so cute and happy in there. I just went by myself because, um, I didn't really know who to ask to go with me and I just kind of wanted to have a low key night, but yeah, so that was the last concert I went to and attended. Um, and then just since, just since I can't end this episode because I just can't stop talking, um, I am going to the Fletcher concert. So if you are one of the people that listens to this the day that it releases, which I'm not setting my sights too high, but I'm not also downplaying myself. But basically this is going on April 4th. Fletcher is playing in Denver on April 4th and one of my best friends that I li- that lives in Denver too is going with me. She's also a huge Fletcher fan. I have like a crazy outfit planned. I'm wearing um like checkered crazy pants, uh tall platform heels, like boot heels. Haven't worn haven't worn heels since well I went to a wedding in December, but like I couldn't walk for like three days after wearing heels. And these are literally like three inch heels and like a two inch platform. So that's going to be crazy. But I'm wearing a super fun, crazy outfit. I just got my hair done today. And so it's like super fresh and looks amazing. And yeah, I'm going to the Fletcher show. I haven't seen her in concert since um, I went to New York before COVID and I'm so excited. So yeah, shout out to you, Fletcher. Love you so much. You're amazing. Um, and I just hope that we bring each other good luck on April 4th because you're going to have a great show. I'm going to have the job episode of my new podcast and yeah, it's just going to be a really good day. Um, 4.4.22. So Thank you for being here and listening to my very first episode. I would love for you to come back for more. And the easiest way to do that is just subscribe. Um, It's completely free. You can just subscribe on Spotify. That's where I personally listen to my podcast, but I know Apple Podcasts is really big. So you can click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Anchor. I record all my podcasts using the Anchor app. I'm a huge fan, so feel free to listen on there and subscribe on there, or just like wherever you're listening to this now, just find that subscribe and subscribe. And like, this is an indie podcast, guys. Like, tell your friends about it if you liked it. Like, throw me a follow on Insta. Like, you're all here at the beginning. Like, this is the start of something really great. And so I just like, I'm really grateful that you're listening and supporting and yeah connect with me on social media um I'm at grow up don't give up pod I have an amazing intern that's doing all my social media but I will be there to like chat with you so she's gonna do my graphics and videos and audio and marketing and I'm gonna be there to say hi and yeah like 
tell me about <laughs> your favorite song from the 2000s. Like, what is the favorite concert that you've ever been to? Um, who's your fa- who was your favorite artist growing up? Who's your favorite artist today? Um, all that good stuff. I'd love to know because, like, music is my passion and since as we heard from the beginning like my music singing voice is just like not not up to snuff with these uh Dua Lipa and Olivia Rodrigo and you know the Queen Fletcher I think we're gonna stick with podcasting so I appreciate that you're here helping me out with uh my my grow up don't give up dreams round two I will see you next week bye